Happy Friday, Bucks County. What is going on out there all over the area of from Bristol up to Plumsteadville, all the way up into Ottsville? What is going on? Because today we're going to talk a little bit something about conservation. We're getting into a little bit of agriculture, a little bit of preservation, a little bit about the earth, about the soil, about what it is to actually compost and why it's so important. We are lucky to have today Kona Compost and she and I met uh, a little while ago within our social media and that really means something a, a lot to me and the reason I say that is because I am an agriculture girl. I have been in agriculture for a long time. I was raised on a farm, was born in New Jersey on a beautiful 200 plus acre farm a long time ago. I'm not a 20 something, 30 something year old. Been around for a while. And it was an amazing experience to be on that farm with my sisters. And of course we eventually moved away. We moved to Pennsylvania. And when we came to PA, my father started a at that time, back in the 60s, it was one of the first of its kinds poultry farm. So we had 18,000 chickens. He, he built this huge poultry barn, one of the first in the county, in Lehigh County. And it was an amazing accomplishment because this huge poultry building housed 18,000 chickens. And that's what it, that was one of his businesses. He had multiple. He had crops. He had retail, he had a uh, feed business, he ground corn and different uh, grains to make certain feeds for those animals. So I am a born, bred and born farm girl. And you can't take that away from me. So when someone comes to me and says, can we do a show on composting? It's very important for people to understand what it is, how it works, and why it's important, especially now, because we have more people home. We have more people cooking and eating from home. So that trash that you throw out, those food pieces, that can actually be composted. It's very vital nutrients for the soil. So there's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna to learn today from Kona, I'm sorry, Kona Compost. A little play on words there. She, um, you know, Heather is going to introduce herself, tell us how it all started, you know, who she is, where this all began, and I'm so happy to bring her in. Um, we're going to make this a very, very different episode. Um, we're going to talk about this business and, and how you can get involved. So stand by Bucks County. We are going to bring in Dr. Pat Sanahan. He is going to talk a little bit about that book and many books that he actually has. So he's our sponsor and he's going to have a little bit of a intro to the book and his business that he does. It's a very short intro. It's about a minute long. So, so everyone just stand by and we'll be bringing in Kona Compost. Are you a procrastinator? Do people complain that it takes you too long to finish anything? Is school or work a struggle? Because you can't seem to stay focused long enough to get things accomplished? There's a book that can help. From author Dr. Pat Sanigan, The Procrastination Quiz, available on Amazon. Procrastination becomes a lifestyle for millions and permeates their personal and professional lives. Procrastinators delay or put things off until later, usually things they find unpleasant, overwhelming, or anxiety-producing. They run away from these feelings and do something that makes them feel better for the moment. It can cost you money, precious time, relationships, and even your health. The Procrastination Quiz will help you identify how and why you procrastinate, along with over 16 effective strategies to help you manage this tough habit. The Procrastination Quiz from author Dr. Pat Sanigan. Get your copy on Amazon. Do you know someone who procrastinates? This book may be the help they desperately need to get back on track. Order your copy right now. Hey there, how are you? Hey Heather, welcome to Bucks County Bites. How are you today? 
I am doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I am excited that you are finally here at the show and we are going to have this fantastic conversation today. Um, just so you know that, you know, you are being recorded. Like I told you before, we always start the podcast out this way and, and I can edit everything if I need to, but sure. I love catching that just that instant we connect you know, because that is, uh, it's an amazing feeling to know that we're going to have just this organic, free-flowing conversation. There's no scripts whatsoever. <laughs> we just go with the flow. So Perfect. So how's every, you, you doing well today? Everything well? Good? Everything is great. It's Friday. The sun is shining. It's <laughs> yes. warm. But, you know, it, it, there's really no not a complaint in the world. No, the snow is melting. It's a wonderful day. <laughs> it is. Away. Yeah. Well, anyways, Bucks County Bites is happy to bring in Kona Compost, and we have here today Heather. Heather, thank you for being here. I welcome you with open arms and so happy that you're going to be here talking about this wonderful business that you have. And, and Bucks County wants to learn all about you. They want to know more about who you are and how it all started. You know, let's go back into a little bit of the history and then we're going to get everybody caught up to understanding what composting is. And the most important thing is, who is Kona? Who okay. is... <laughs> there, there's a piece in there that I missed and I found out just a little while ago, like, there is a Kona. So we're going to go, there. we're going to dive into that too. Okay. Awesome. All right. All right. Go ahead. You have the stage and you're going to give everybody a little intro. All right, great. Well, thank you very much for having me. Excited to be chatting on this wonderful last Friday in February. Uh, so my name is Heather Gadisi. I am the founder and owner, uh, owner of Kona Compost. And um, Kona is is my dog. So uh-huh. uh, my business, while, while Kona is a wonderful place in Hawaii to visit, which I, I have, and it's beautiful and warm and and just everything that you could possibly, uh, you know, think about. Um, Kona is my dog, and she so she's a rescue Australian Shepherd Catahoula. Gorgeous. And, uh, part of what I wanted to do with the business was to be able to have my dog come along with me and have her be part of my day. So, um, so I named the business after her. That so. was wonderful. When I caught that, I was like, oh, this is Kona. Kona Compost. It's named after this beautiful dog you have. I was just, I was touched. I'm a huge dog lover. I'm a dog person. And when I saw that, it's just, it just really, it really warmed my heart. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is an amazing woman already. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, she's a great dog. So, uh, you know, um, I'm able to, yeah, as I've grown a little bit, it's, it's been uh, a little tough to bring her along in the longer rides. But, um, you know, she's still able to be part of my day for oh, sure. Oh, that's great. So, uh, yeah, I guess just to give you a little bit of a, a background on myself. So um, I actually I, I come from the the creative operations world. Um, so um, I'm a I'm a Jersey girl and I went to uh, oh, a Jersey girl. I am. Yeah. Hey. Where are you from? I'm a Jersey girl, too. So let's let's uh, hear a little bit about the Jersey end of you. Oh, sure. Sure. So uh, born up in uh, in North Jersey in Bergen County and um I guess depending on who you, what what Jerseyite or Jerseyan you talk to, I, I grew up in Central Jersey, so that means something totally different to everybody. But, yes, uh, it does. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I I spent some time in um, in Mercer County, so uh, oh. basically right across the river from where where I am in Yardley. Um, so yeah, I, I grew up there. Had a very short stint. Uh, in California, so I can I can claim that I was a, a Southern California girl for, for good old two years. Oh, wow. and you're just um, there two years and two, two years, years in California, and you left. Oh my gosh, this is, wow, short time. Yeah, well, not not but not by choice. Okay. But, uh, it, was, it was a good choice, but not by choice, not by my choice. Uh, so yeah, so I I went to uh, high school out there for two years, and then came back here. And um, and then I attended Philadelphia University. Um, as to those who know it now, it's it's Jefferson University. It was Philadelphia College of Textiles and Science. And I have um, my background is in design. So oh, well, that's um, interesting. So you have a background in design, and here you have this wonderful business of composting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, 
been a very interesting journey. So, yeah, so I, you know, um, in a former life, I, I spent lots of time in the, in the creative uh, realm and um, I did designing. I led design departments and um, my last uh, stint in an office, I, I was the uh, director of a photo studio for an e-commerce company. And oh, that's um, interesting, too. So you have a very different, a very different background, considering that you're involved with this uh, business, because it kind of doesn't like match because you're in this design and, and photo. But then you got involved with, you know, an agricultural base situation here because composting yeah. is it is it's gardening. And, and you think about that farming, um, it, it goes in that line. Like, you know, if you would go to Del Val, that's something that you would, you know, go into. And here you are, <laughs> you've got a whole different a design degree. Um, you worked for this company. So, you know, that, that really changed. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's it total, total 360. Um, you know, when I was working in an office, I would come home and I would, I would spend my time in the garden and I still, I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had set up a composting bin at, at my house and, um, you know, really focused on, on growing my own food. And that's kind of how I relaxed. Um, you know, it's sometimes stressful to go to an office and to commute and to, to you know, all nine to five grind or, or whatever, you know, nine to six, seven, whatever it is. And, um, it was my form of relaxation. And, um, so, you know, kind of one thing led to another, I, I really enjoyed the composting and, and saw how it, um, you know, made the soil so, so wonderful. And I was able to grow, you know, a lot of great, great food on a, on a yes. very small plot of land. Yeah. That's amazing. And, so you really did that as like a hobby. You, it you, was, yeah. And you didn't have a, a lot of place to really do it because you were living where at the time? Oh, this is, I was living in King of Prussia at the okay. time. So, um, yeah, it was just, you know, my own kitchen scraps mm-hmm. that I was, um, that I was uh, turning into compost and kind of one thing led to another. I would chat about it at work and people would drop some food scraps on my desk <laughs> and I would take them home and compost them. And I was like, okay, this is, this is interesting. Um, people were like, oh, you know, they didn't know about it. I, I, I had educated people at work about it and it was it was fun. It was just fun to talk about. Interesting. So you had people there where you were working. This is in King of Prussia and people actually didn't know about composting. No, you know, and it's it's still something that uh, that people either have heard a little bit about or, you know, some people definitely know what it is, but some people have heard about it. Some people just don't know what it is or um, you know, have all have all these other ideas about it. So, um, you know, education is huge. Yes, yes, especially when it comes to certain things in agriculture. You know, there's people that they've never even they didn't grow up around it, so they don't know. You right. Know, I know. I mean, I know a ton about it because we did it on the farm. That's why you know you attracted me because of what you do. When I found out <laughs> you compost, like we we had huge amounts of compost. Yeah, and people yeah. would come get that, and they would come with trucks, and we would. I would just take the tractor, big scoop, put it in the back, right in the back of the truck, and sure. they had huge gardens, and they that's that's black gold, that is the oh, richest yeah. soil you can have is compost. Absolutely, yes. So go ahead, you can carry on. Uh, tell us more. Tell us more about it. Sure, sure. So, you know, after people kind of gained some sort of an interest in in uh, bringing their banana peels and orange mm-hmm. rinds over to me. I was like, you know, I, there's something here. There's something interesting about it. And, um, you know, knowing what I knew about making my own compost at home and using it in my garden, seeing how it, um, you know, positively affected my my vegetable production and my flowers. It's like, you know, this, this, this feels right. It feels good. And it's something, you know, and this was... Oh gosh, I don't know. More than ten years ago by now, if not much more than that. Okay. Um, and so I had this idea in my head for a long time, and I just it just didn't really come to fruition until really 2019. Um, you know, it's the, the corporate world world has some some good perks <laughs> like a, a solid salary and a <laughs> it does, yes. and all of that all of that good right. stuff. 
Um, so, you know, I wasn't necessarily ready to, to leave that world yet. I was actually very much enjoying what I was doing and kind of just enjoyed the, the hobby and the passion of, of composting and, and gardening on the side. So it was just, it, it, it is what it, it, you know, what it was back then. Right. And um, so I guess fast forward to, to 2018. Um, so I was, I was laid off in, in kind of a, in a large layoff and I said, okay, so I have a decision to make here. Let me, let me kind of figure out what my next move is. And, you know, still thinking about this composting business that I wanted to start knowing that, you know, climate change is a thing. And, you know, knowing that I, I could make compost for other people or, or be able to turn their food scraps into this really awesome amendment. I said, okay, let me, let me take a moment to think about this. So you know, in the end, I decided not to return to the office, and and it's been a really that's a huge great step. Decision. That is huge. It, yeah, it was a it was a big step. It, it was it was a little scary. Not not gonna lie, it was you know yeah. it was uncertain. And starting a a business that you know was it's it's a difficult business to to navigate. Um, you know, I said let me just give it a shot. You know, I, I certainly didn't want to just jump right back into, you know, to the hustle, um, in an office before, you know, I just wanted to give it a try, see how it went just so that I knew like, okay, I know that I can, I can do this and off we go. So, um, so yeah, so I, I kind of took 2018 to get my ducks in a row and, and figure out how I was going to, uh, create this business and generate, customers and 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 what this program is really how it was tailored and uh and then i i kicked off in 2019 so wow uh, so a year before the pandemic is really when you started 2019 (laughs) yes wow so that's a little what we of course we didn't know what was coming but to know that all right you left corporate and you got this great business you got ideas and i'm assuming that you're probably trying to do some education along the lines teaching people um, once yeah. they, you know, get involved and, and understand this, they get educated, they're in your program. And this was probably starting to really go along well in 2019. It started out and it, you probably saw it, it grow quite a bit. Yeah, it did grow. And yeah, like I said before, I mean, the education component is is huge. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that you it's, it's kind of a lifelong education and happy to educate people mm. at any juncture in time, any point in time that I could possibly get. It's such a fun topic to talk about. Well, do you have uh, anything out there like say, all right, so somebody signs up for this program. Do you have like courses that you're doing? Like, are you doing any Zoom? Are you doing any YouTube? Are you doing anything that you can like say, hey, here's this plan. I have these educational videos or we're going we're gonna to do a Zoom meeting like you know, maybe once a month just to help educate those people. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the education that I had done was in person, you know. Okay. So yeah, you know, it's yeah, I think it's a wonderful thing to have online education and to have it kind of at your at your disposal. Um, but a lot of the education that I do is a lot of tidbits through um, through social media and okay. um, and sharing that way. But you know, certainly not out of the realm of possibilities to to build out an online course. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that coming. I really yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be a wonderful thing. I know the perfect person for you too. <laughs> oh, excellent. So yeah, so, so tell us about so tell us out there the people that are listening, you know, you you're going to have people that do not understand compost and you know, tell them why why it's so important to have compost uh, and really what is it? That's yeah. the question that, you know, people are like, "Well, how do you, you know, how do you do this? Why do you do it?" That's what people Absolutely. don't understand. No, there, there are two great questions. So I guess we'll, we'll start with what is compost? So it's really the, the natural decomposition of organic matter. And, and what that means is that, you know, it doesn't mean organic as in, you know, what you see labeled in the food store, but it can be. Organic is really anything that was once alive. So if you think about, you know, your fruits and vegetables, any of the food that we eat, um, all of that is organic matter. The leaves, any wood chips, mushrooms, all, all of that stuff is, is in that category. So it's once that organic matter breaks down, right, it decomposes, it turns into this really alive and nutrient uh, dense 
material that is just teeming with with microorganisms that you know those are the like the little microscopic things that are behind the scenes workers mm-hmm. that um, that really give a lot of zest to the soil. So um, you know when you see compost, it's this rich, dark, you know, crumbly, really earthy smelling. Um, I'll call it soil, right? And and I do want to make a clear difference that there, there is a difference between dirt and and soil. Yes. So a lot of people say, "Hey, I have this really nice dirt." Well, <laughs> it's a difference, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So dirt, easy way to remember, dirt is dead. There is no real mm-hmm. good activity that's happening in dirt, but in soil, right? It is alive. It is a living, breathing thing, and. Um, and you know having compost be part of your soil is just is just fabulous that's why it's so important if you would ever go into just go into farmland go to lancaster one of the things they do and my father did the same thing is that they would take everything and spread like manure compost they had compost so they would take it and they would spread it onto the soil and that yeah. that's you know the the earth the dirt they actually just knew that it would just change that component and help grow better. It just mm-hmm. really, really was a tremendous help. Like if you're growing corn, if you're growing soybeans, wheat, oat, all of that came out much better if you had it, you know, put this manure on there or put the compost on there. It just made it so nutrient rich and everything would grow better. My father had the best the best corn, the best vegetables, oh, the best, nice. because he did that to all his soil. I mean, it's out there. You know, mm-hmm. you get that dirt, you put it in there, and then you you turn it up. You you, you know, you plow it, you hire it, and it was amazing. That's what you want, and this is what you're doing. Is you have this like, really rich compost. Yeah, yeah, and what you know, what people don't realize, and I, I think I had posted something a long while on social media, but it was like this top six inches of of soil mm-hmm. is where it's at, right? It's the most alive thing, and uh, you know, with with farming in our agricultural system, it's uh, you know we're losing a ton of the topsoil, which, which yes, is they are really stripping it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there's a lot, you know, a lot of practices within regenerative farming are, are incorporating uh, compost and, and not, you know, disturbing the soil so much because, um, you know, there's there's erosion and, you know, the wind can kick up the soil and it, it just ends up in the ocean. So, um, you know, with compost, and I guess this kind of can parlay into to why, you know, one of the reasons why is that it stores carbon it, it acts as a sponge for for water and in the amount of nutrients and microorganisms um in compost is just it's in the billions billions and billions, billions in, yes. in a spoon in a teaspoon of compost so um you know it, it helps provide erosion control so it, i don't know if you know you ever seen the um you know at construction sites those those long funny looking uh socks they have the tubes yeah they have the long yeah. tubes. you'll see that everywhere yeah. mm-hmm. so a lot of times they'll they'll fill it with compost um or or leaves and and it helps you know, with the erosion, it helps um, absorbs the, the the runoff, and and it really it it does a great job in, in making sure that it, the land just doesn't go to everywhere. Right, right. That's that's really. I think that's something they have to have actually on a construction site. That's a necessity. Yeah. That's one of those zoning. I think that's one of something they have in zoning because it's required. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. So compost soil. is used for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, well, tell us so, so. Tell us a little bit more about you know you're explaining how this all works. You know how did how does somebody get involved with um, getting the compost from you? So you're signing up for this program. I mean, you you've got this wonderful compost, and and why it's so important. It's and it is. It's very important to do it because more and more communities should have it. I mean, you're here right in Bucks County. So, and I'm sure you've seen the change during the pandemic because I think about all the people that were home, more people Mm -hmm. were cooking because you couldn't go to the restaurants or you could, you could do the takeout, but still you have food scraps probably has probably multiplied by, I don't know how much compared to, you know, a year ago or two years ago, that's changed. 
So yep. tell us about how, you know, the differences from before, like you saw you started 2019 and then you've got 2020 that slammed us with such a crazy crisis. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a weird year. I mean, it's, it's been it, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but for myself, you know, business has grown and you're right. People have been home, right? So people who would traditionally commute, who spend a lot of time in the office, maybe, you know, ordered their lunches out, you know, the kids had lunch at school, you know, that's all changed. And, um, you know, you, you think about how much, you know, a person, how much waste a person generates, right? It's it's probably more than a pound of food a day. So, you know, when you think about that, right, and all of us at home and how whatever the population is here in Bucks County, hundreds of thousands of people, and, and you take that number and multiply that out and go, oh my gosh, we have we have a problem. Um, and, you know, the amount of food waste is, is just extraordinary. So, you know, from a business standpoint, I, I think a lot of people kind of woke up a little bit and and, and i don't it say that it, it, it did it changed people yeah people woke up to more of the problems around the world they're aware you know they've got more family time they're aware that you know they really lost that you're traveling you're at work all the time and you're not spending time at home and you're not eating at home you know all of a sudden now people are connecting people that yeah. haven't seen each other in a long time all of a sudden now you know we're zooming with people it's just your home and you're realizing that you can work from home. You don't need to go to an office and you can actually spend time with your family and eat healthier. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, this is where you're seeing like, you know, we see a lot more waste, of course, you know, all kinds of waste, but food waste is probably increased a huge amount. Yeah, it, it has. And, and I think, you know, the other exciting thing is that people, um, people started gardens. Right. So the, there is a resurgence in, in the Victory Garden, uh, oh. which has been really awesome. I mean, the seed companies have been, ha you know, they've been having actually a pretty hard time keeping up with with the demand uh, from last year into this year as well. It, it was unprecedented for, for the seed companies. Oh, my um, gosh. I didn't realize it. So that people really did start gardening more. Yes, they did. So, you know, the demand for actual finished compost has also gone up which is ex it's exciting it's so exciting for this industry you know to say like oh wow this is wonderful people want to you know give a garden a try and they want to do something with their food waste um because they either didn't know or didn't have the opportunity um but it's also something fun to do you know if you have kids it's a it's a teachable opportunity at home um, you know, something to do with the family, a way to get outside, a way to reconnect with nature and to kind of appreciate the, the small things, which, I, you know, I feel like mm -hmm. people didn't, I, not that they didn't know about it or not that they forgot about it, but they were just so busy with other stuff that they were. They didn't 2020 mean. made you slow down. It did really change everybody. It changed the world, changed the world. It changed families. It changed so much people connecting. And when you think about that composting and, and educating people, the families are teaching the children how to do it. Maybe the husband's teaching the wife. The wife might be teaching the family. You know, there there's this connection and, and being outdoors and learning about gardening, learning about composting, learning where your food comes from. That's like number one. Yeah. And the whole yeah. process of it. So it's so Absolutely. important. Yeah, it was it's so it is very important. And you know, it's it's fun to watch things grow. It's fun to nurture and and um yeah, it's, you know, so 2020, I know, has been tough for so many people. Um, but, you know, there was definitely silver linings that that have come out of it, which, you know, you've, you've got to, to appreciate for sure. Um, so, so what do you do for people? So you, so you get everybody to sign up. Um, you know, you have your website and everybody can go to your website and they can sign up with the program that you have, right? That's yep. so you have it like a weekly and bi-weekly pickups or do you do it once a month? How does that work? Yeah, so I do offer weekly and bi-weekly okay. pickups um, and, and it kind of depends on where you live. So um, I know for places like uh, like Percocet and Washington Crossing and New Hope, but they're they're generally bi-weekly 
Um, because it's, it's is that further out from you? So where your location is, is, you have to determine how far out you're driving to pick up in Perkesee, Sellersville, um, or if you go up to like Ottsville, Clemsteadville, and it depends on the area. Exactly. So within within the composting world, and at least in my world, you know, route density is is really important. So um, you know, I don't want to drive, you know, ha- one to one place, drive a half hour to mm-hmm. another place. You know, it's not it's not good for the planet. It's not sustainable. Right. Uh, so you know, really looking for um, you know for neighborhoods and, and communities to kind of sign up together. Oh, okay. So that it makes it. Yeah, so it's, you know, it, it's so much more efficient if, you know, household A signs up and then their neighbors mm-hmm. sign up. And, and this way, you know, you're not emitting so many, um, you know, pollutants into the into the atmosphere by, by driving, right? It's different if you're in the city, you can have bike powered, but we're in the suburbs and the reality is we have to drive. Especially up here in Bucks County. In Upper Bucks it, County, number one, there's so far to go somewhere to do anything, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So yeah, so people can sign up for you know for weekly and, and biweekly. They get a, a five gallon bucket and kind of a list of all of the things that that we accept uh, in terms of compostables, and and it's it's easy, right? So if you think about and I try to use the analogy of like we were taught you know how to recycle, right? This was kind of a novelty way back when, mm-hmm. and it was new. And we said, okay, you you take your you know aluminum cans and your glass bottles and you, you put them in in this blue bin over here. And you know we mm-hmm. did it time and time again, and it, and we developed a habit. And now we go, right. oh, why is it's in the habit. trash? This belongs in the recycling. <laughs> exactly, we developed a habit. So, you know, I tell people composting is easy, right? It's just a matter of developing this other habit where you're taking your food waste and rather than putting it in the trash you just you put it in this other bin so um you know not not hard not not difficult at all and um you know i gave them the bucket and it comes with the lid and you know all they have to do is toss it out by the curb on their oh. and it gets it gets emptied into a larger receptacle and they get the bin back and kind of you know rinse and repeat so from there I'm- I'm picturing you going around picking up the compost. So what kind of vehicle do you use to pick up the compost from all these places? Yeah. So we have a van that we use. It works, it works well to, um, you know, give us enough space to, to collect the compost. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it makes it pretty easy. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, do you have like this big truck? Or are you having something hauling behind it? I was trying to picture like what kind of vehicle you're, because you have a lot of compost to, to pick up and yeah. and you have to be able to un, you know offload that when you get back to your place to do yep. this. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So all they get is a bucket. So they don't have to build like a compost like a box or something. They don't have to build something. You just have a very easy for them to have this bucket with a lid. That's it. Exactly. It works, you know, granted it's a five gallon bucket, but it's, it's similar to, to your trash or to your recycling. You just put your food in there and then put it out by the curb. It gets collected and, um, and, and that's really it. You know, all of the hard work is, is taken off the customer's plate and, um, and, you know, and then, I take care of it, you know, on the back end mm-hmm. and make sure that it gets to the compost pile and then it gets recycled. And, and, um, so simple, and- it's a simple test. All they need is that bucket that you, you provide and all they have mm-hmm. to do is get into the habit of putting that material into the bucket. So exactly. you would recommend that like, okay, someone has dogs, they have cats. You're not going to leave that inside. You're going to probably put that outside somewhere. Right. Sure. I mean, you can, it, it kind of depends on, on your comfort level, right? You, so, you know, uh, we have a countertop bin at home and I transfer my composts um, from the little countertop bin to, okay. to my outside piles because I'll, I'll, you know, I have stuff in my backyard too. Um, but, you know, it depends. Some people keep it under their sink. Oh, uh, some people keep it in the garage. Some people mm-hmm. keep it outside. Uh, so it really all, all depends on, on your, you know, your space and, and your comfort level as to where you want to keep it. Well, okay. So you pick up the compost. Now, what do you do when you get it? So you go around, you pick up, you know, all these people that are on schedule, you bring this back to your place. Then, then what, what happens to, how do you start the compost? Do you have a certain way of like, you might have certain piles and they get, don't they get turned? So they have to get turned so often. 
Exactly. So explain that to them, how that works, what are you doing, yeah. what you're doing at your place. Sure. So they actually get taken to, to a farm and another partner. And um, yeah, so at the farm, what happens is, is that, you know, we'll, we'll unload everything. We take the, um, the food scraps and we're mixing them with leaves and wood chips and some finished compost and creating what they call a, a windrow. So that's basically a, a long pile of, of compost that's a couple feet high. And, um, and and granted, this is just one way to compost. There are many, um, but this is the way that we do it at the farm. It makes it easy to turn. Um, so, you know, you, we'll mix everything together. We'll let it sit a couple days. We monitor the temperature, um, you know, your What's compost. the temperature? What's the temperature have to be when it's composting? Yeah, so you want to make sure that it is above 131 degrees. So we try to get our piles up to about, uh, you know, 145, 155. Um, and, and if you think of a bell curve, you know, the compost is going to gradually rise to temperature. It's going to hit its peak temperature and then it's going to gradually cool off. And, you know, during that period of time, the compost has to be turned um, you know, a handful of times because you want to incorporate oxygen in there. So the components to good compost are carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and, and water. And uh, all of that together is really going to just generate that really nice black gold that we talked about earlier. Oh, that black gold is beautiful. It's, it really is. <laughs> it really is so rich. It's an amazing, it's so amazing. Because I remember when we were doing it, it's like, you know, you do need things to turn it. Now, I had such big piles, I had a tractor to turn it. But if you yep. somebody, say somebody has property, say they have a couple acres, and they want to create that pile for themselves, they would mm -hmm. have to go and, and understand how to do this because they need to turn that. And they're going to need the tools to turn that, such as shovels. Pitchfork would be a really good thing. We had pitchforks. Um, yeah, yeah. I use pitchforks too, and it's it's nice to really kind of take the forks, get in there, dig mm -hmm. and turn it. Um, yeah, and it's so really it's warm. You think about you know you in the winter time you would see the steam rise because of that that heat. Yeah, uh, it's just an amazing. It really is an amazing process to know how it works. It, it is. I mean, it, they're so warm that I did not have snow. It melted it into the pile. Yes. It you does. know, so it was easy to get to and to work with. Um, mm -hmm. Any of the piles that had snow on them were, were cooled off and meaning which they're done. Um, meaning they're they're ready to, to use. So, um, yeah. So if you know, if you wanted to do this at home, there's there's actually a bunch of ways you can you can simply create a pile if you really wanted to, if you have the space to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I recommend, you know, a three bin system. Um, I built one at home out of pallets that I that I got for free and just a nice way to to work so that you have, you know, your your active and in process and finished product. It gives you space. Right. Um, some people don't have space. And, some people and some don't. Right. And they they'd rather have, like I said, you come pick it up and then you're taking care of that compost. Now, the question is, now you've got this rich compost at home you have all of us now what do you what do you do with that compost do people buy the compost from you there or what so i happens? actually give it back oh uh, you oh you're giving it back to the person i yes if they want it right it's it's an option they can they can elect to to get compost back or, or not oh, um but really, yeah I mean, that's great i love this this is fantastic yeah. it's Such you know good. i think it's important right it kind of closes the loop for people they go okay you know i i worked hard to put my my scraps in the bin and i remember what that looked like and now here's the finished product they probably you know for someone first time doing this they are probably amazed because they just threw all that scraps and they have this big you know big thing of scraps and it looks probably terrible because it's all like you know starting to decompose but when they get the product at the end that's probably what's amazing. It just probably, you know, opens their eyes, opens their minds and think, wow, I, I did that. I, I yeah. actually made compost. You actually made this really beautiful soil. Yeah. Yeah. I tell people this was, this was, this was food. And now it, you know, can go in your garden. It can go on your house plants. It can go on your lawn, around your trees, around your shrubs. Kind of, you know, sky's the limit That's there. A lot. It absolutely does. People so, have to just, like I said, they need education on this. They really do. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and the other nice thing is that for, for the folks that don't want compost or don't have any real use for it, mm-hmm. um, last year we donated, uh, we made a donation to um, the community garden here in Yardley. Um, so the gardeners over there had, had compost to use. Oh, wow. So, so, you, so whatever you don't give back and you have a lot you know, left over, so you're actually donating it, that's wonderful. That's a wonderful thing you have. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, my my sole purpose is to make sure that this stuff doesn't end up in the landfill and that we're able to grow food and and nutritious a lot that goes in the landfill. Think about it's just amazing how much really does go to landfill. They could do this. How much that would save in the landfills? Oh, what's that percent? What's the percentage that? you would see if you could change people's minds and that everybody could just compost how much would not go in the landfills are you looking at what 50 percent, 40 30 percent yes so if you were to you know dissect your your trash uh 50 generally 50 percent of what we're throwing away can be composted and 50 percent so right that includes your yard waste you know i test yeah. cans with with branches and and leaves in them and it, you know it makes me kind of want to cry a little bit um but you know 21 percent of that just alone um is food right and there's this wonderful organization called the institute of local self-reliance a nonprofit out of washington dc and they they did a whole study on this and um, so yeah, they have this great infographic that kind of breaks down your, your trash bag and, and that's what they're, you know, that they've determined and it's, it's wild. That's, wow, that's a that huge is, portion of the trash. That is so much. It's a big difference. If people would do that, you know, I mean, you get people out there, they, they do have families of, you know, three, four five people. That's a lot of food. Exactly. It would not go in the trash and it could be saved and it doesn't go to landfill. You have to open. You've got to open people's minds, and this yeah. is this is so important for people to understand. And I think you really need to think about that coursework, um, getting that out there, and for people to understand and learn about it. That was that's going to be so important for you. I, yeah. I see you really expanding at this point, um, just with the education material. Yeah, Absolutely. and it's you know it is fun to kind of make people's mind explode a little bit with these with these stats and then show them it's so easy we you know and everybody can really essentially compost now, so that yeah they they can everyone can do it it's not it's not a difficult thing to do at all no that there's there has to be some challenges to the compost i mean it's easy to do that but the people that actually would say they want to make their own um there's going to be some challenges i can see animals being a problem with if you're putting it outside or you have a compost, you know, bin out there, that could be a problem, right? Would that be some of the challenges? Yeah. Yeah. There, there are challenges and, and some growing pains if you're, you know, just starting out. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I always tell people, you know, start, start small, mm-hmm. right. And we're only going to add fruits and vegetables and some yard waste, right. So we're going to keep, uh, you know, meat and seafood and any kind of dairy out of there. Right. Oh, so um, no dairy, no dairy would go in there. So really it's not, it's really scraps of food. Don't put any kind of dairy product in there. Dairy and meat, right? Because that's going to, um, you know, it, it will attract rodents. There's the, there's definitely the potential for that. So it's it's kind of not a beginner thing to put into the compost. You know, I suggest just like the fruits, vegetables, your coffee grounds, tea bags. Um, you know, I'd stick to that stuff. And, and I think, you know, it's at least a good start. Um, yeah. yeah, a good introduction into composting. And until you kind of graduate to the next levels, uh, you know, Start there and and master that before you you know continue forward. You got to start uh, somewhere. You start just start off really small. It, you know, yeah. once you find out what it's like, it will you know become a habit, and those habits become the change. And all of a sudden, now you've changed your life and other people's. Li- you think about it, it changes other people's lives. It changes the community and changes helps the planet in exactly. such a good way. Yeah, it's, you know, such a small, simple step. And, and you know, small, we, we, right? we hear so much about climate change and all of the things going on. Um, 
you know, when I tell people, let's let's take this into kind of smaller pieces, little digestible bites, so that it's not overwhelming. It doesn't have to be. And, you know, if we start small and we just make incremental changes that that help the planet, you think about if, if, if everybody did that, if everybody made a small incremental change, the change is actually monumental. It can be a huge impact if everybody makes that little bit of a change. That's all, Absolutely. That's all we need. And everybody, I think, is starting, I think they're starting to realize it. This pandemic, I think people really did open their eyes more. We're yeah. a lot I, of change all over. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just even conversations that, that people are having that maybe were taboo or weren't spoken about before. Um, and there's more information out there, which which is great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's, like I said, I you know, I'm biased. I think composting is a great way to start. It is. It is. Uh, a lot of business. Think about, I mean, you think about all the businesses that are out there. Um, you know, you've got your restaurants, your shops, everywhere, all across Bucks County. And if they, each one of them would be involved in, in composting, that would make a huge difference. When they wouldn't oh. have as much waste to throw out because, they have, you know, half of it's compost, that would make a difference in, in their lives. It helps them everywhere. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Some of my customers have, have expressed back to me, they said, you know, I haven't really put my trash out too much. I, I've noticed yeah, they don't have as much. Trash I've noticed that that I don't have as much trash, and and that's you know, once you start doing it, then you begin to notice those things, and that you know, when the, the folks that have mentioned that to me, I thought that was really exciting because um, those were unprompted comments, and I was like, wow, great, you know, it's you know, it's it's clicked. It's really clicked yeah. for some folks. It's clicking. Yeah, I remember like when I think back at the farm and when I used to do it and people are like, why do you do that? Because it's it's very rich. It's very important to have it. It's so good for your garden. It's good for, you know, plants. It's good for everything. And, you know, and it's it's just very organic material and it, it just helps grow everything so much better. And, you know, people just didn't realize it until they tried it. And once they tried it, then they just would come back. They'd come back and get a bucket. You know, see people would come back with their trucks. I mean, these, yeah. old, these old farm trucks would come pulling in. And I'm like, are you sure it's going to carry that much weight of compost? <laughs> are you sure? It looks like the truck's going to bottom out. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, 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 I have to tell you about the people that would come in with cars. And they would, you know, they would back up to the area where the compost is and they literally would shovel it in into the trunk. I'm like, you don't want to put that in a bucket or a bag. Do you want to put something, you want to line something? Nope, nope. I'm just going to put it right in the trunk. And they literally yeah. shoveled it right in the back of the trunk. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I just like didn't care. They just wanted as much as they could. They didn't want to wrap it up in something. They just, they had a car specific for it. And that's what they <laughs> came with. <laughs> Good for them. It was, um, it was great. It really was. And, you know, when I found out about you, it's like, I can't wait to have you on here because, you know, I it, I have that love for it. And I didn't know you existed. I really didn't. And, you know, luckily, you know, someone put me on the right trail. It's like, yeah, you should really check out Kona. <laughs> and I yeah. did. It's like, oh, my gosh. Did not know you were here. Well, I, I, I am so out. glad we connected. <laughs> I know it was great because you reached out to me and you know you really you're passionate with what you do you love what you do and, and that's what even matters the most because you love it and you want people to love it too and you want it you just want to educate them and get them to do this yeah I do I, you know it's it to me I every time somebody signs up I'm just like oh man this is this is wonderful like I am so excited that I'm able to make uh, you know, an impact in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it means the world to me when people sign up and they go, you know, thanks. I, you know, I didn't know about this and I'm, I'm willing to try it or, Hey, like I'm ready to do this. It's it, like, that is so exciting. It is. It is. Exciting. You know, it makes, it makes me giddy. So uh, what you know, kind of, when I think about it, you know, I think about the coffee pods. Okay. Just let's take coffee pods, K cup machines, and um, Nespresso. They come in mm -hmm. these coffee pods. So if someone really wanted to, they could take the coffee pod apart, take the coffee grinds out of there and put that in the compost, right? 
Yes. So they wouldn't be wasting that coffee that's in there. They just get rid of the container, which is, I'm not sure if that is a recyclable piece. The ones that, uh, I don't think they are. I don't think the outside container, but the Nespresso one I think is because there is, they're the ones that you return them because they do recycle the material. They do, oh, com- that's good. they compost the coffee grinds inside. And mm-hmm. I think they recycle the outside container. So I'm not sure how many are. I'll have to look into that because that would be interesting because if that's the case, I mean, I know I have to sign up for you now that I have you um, because we use those pods. Right, So that's right. something I need to check into. Like, all right, I can take the coffee out of there and dump it in. And what do we do? Like with a Dunkin' Donut container, I, I think it's a throwaway. I don't think it's recyclable, but I'll check. I have to look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If it comes, it, it can come right out of there and, oh, and yeah. be, just cut right, that open and dump post. it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a huge coffee drinker, but you know, it's it does it piles up after a time, though. Even if you just drink one a day, it still adds up. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my gosh, this is is fantastic. So I really want to meet. I really want to meet your dog Kona. When things are better in situations, I really need to come out meet your dog. <laughs> Please do. She is she is just a delight and uh, full of. Uh, let me tell you, she is full of full of energy. She. How uh, old is she? How old is Kona? She's four. So yeah. she's a she's an Australian Shepherd Catahoula mix. She's that got a lot of energy. <laughs> a ball of energy. So oh my yeah, she's a lot of fun. So does she get the cover of the podcast? Is she going to be? Is she the one that's going to represent Kona Compost with her on the cover? Oh boy! Well, um, she certainly can. She's she's a horrible picture taker. Well, but you'll have uh, to I have to send me something for the cover. I don't think I have a, a cover. You sent me a material, but I don't think that's one thing I did not get. So okay, yeah, yeah, I'll send that over. Perfect. <laughs> you picked the photo for, it and um, it either will be you or your business or a combination of you and Kona on the front with your Kona compost business. I mean, I think that's what you should do. I think it should be you and Kona. And, you know, with the, you know, the Kona sign in the background somehow, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> I'll let you awesome. work on that. And you got a couple days before this actually goes out. So you've got time to get that photo over to me. All right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely have a couple of photos that I can I can pull together. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, um, I know that you had mentioned that I think you wanted to give people a discount or something what is it what's some what do you have like a like a, a promo or something if they listen to this podcast yes yeah so for for anybody who is listening to this particular podcast about composting i i'd like to offer them five dollars off of their first month of uh, compost service oh, wonderful. Um, just to kind of get them started and and kind of as a thank you for for taking the time to to listen to us chat about uh, all things compost and and sustainable living here so wonderful um, i love it we do get once in a while we get somebody that comes on and says you know if they listen to the podcast they get five dollars off or ten dollars off or something like that Uh, they offer some kind of discount so i I love that so all those links will be in there and we'll put that you know right in there and say if you listen to this podcast you know please get in touch with you and then they can you know mention the podcast they listen to bucks county bites yeah, Fantastic. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, so we, we are concentrated in a couple different towns. So, um, you know, we're expanding carefully, um, just, you know, from what I had mentioned before about route density, that's that's kind of really important and we need to strategically um, expand. So, um, you know, so if they're within the town that we're covering already, then, then perfect. We'll get them signed up. And if not, we'll put them on a list. And if, you know, more people from, you know, whatever that area, town, right. then, then we'll, you know, then we'll look into adding that okay. um, now to the service area. Okay. So they really need to get on your website and get that newsletter sign up for that because you have to see like what area they're going to be in if it's something that you cover. If not, then they could be on the list, like a waiting list. And see exactly. more people sign up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. You know, this was fantastic. It, you just did a wonderful job explaining composting and how it works. Sust, you know, oh, okay. sustainable living um, and helping the Mother Earth. We, we're helping communities. We're helping Mother Earth. And you're doing a wonderful job. And you did the right thing by quitting that corporate job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people were wondering. I'm sure they check up on you. People that work with you, they oh, they're yeah. just probably they're probably amazed. 
Like you left corporate, you you took the risk, and here you are doing this wonderful thing. And you could even share the soundbite with those people. It's like, look, I was on a podcast. You know, I've done these articles. I've got this great business, and it's it's really starting to grow. And you're gonna have a course. You're gonna have course content out there for people to be educated on, and yeah. and that's gonna be a that's a big component. That education is important. Yeah, so, yeah, I would I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. You've been wonderful. I was so, so happy to meet you and happy to have you on the podcast. And I can't wait. I can't wait for Bucks County to hear this. And of course, beyond that. So I know when people listen to it from California and Canada, they know they can't sign up for yours, but they can learn about it. They can hear you. They will be able to learn and, you know, realize, you know, I need to educate myself on this if they don't know about it. You know, they, maybe they can help get people started in their own communities, like, you know, across the world, across, the, you know, to Canada or, or down in Florida or Texas, wherever they're listening. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if folks are listening from another state, so, uh, you know, I am connected to a bunch of other folks who are doing uh, the same thing as myself, okay. you know, all across the country and in other parts of, uh, of the world, too. So I would be oh. more than happy to connect them with, um, you know, the companies that are that are op- operating within their area. So they really need to touch base with you because, you know, people out there all over the country. Okay. I do. Yeah, there's just a wonderful network of composters and, you know, I, I would be delighted to connect them. All right, people, you heard her. Heather said just contact her because she can help you. If you are listening in Canada or California or wherever, just just email her. She will help you out in that end. Oh, my gosh. You're an amazing woman. You really oh, are. Thank you. And uh, we thank you for being here and offering this service and, and helping helping Mother Earth out. It's the yeah, best, it best thing. My absolute pleasure to be doing so. Well, I appreciate all your time. I thank you for being here. And I look forward to doing a follow-up with you. I like to do follow-ups on businesses to see where they are in, you know, say, a few months. Um, I'll okay, contact great. you and see what you're going to be doing during the summer and see how it's grown. Um, see if you got any of that course information out there for education. We're going to check up on you, Okay. That sounds great. All right. Heather, have a great weekend and we will be talking to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lovely, lovely woman, Heather from Kona Compost and her wonderful dog, Kona. This is amazing. I, I wish more people would do composting. And this is something you really need to check into because if you can get this compost, you'll have that bucket there, put your food materials in there, that you're eliminating 50% of your trash. You don't have as much, that, that trash isn't going into the landfill. Think about you know recycling, you're recycling your food products. We did it at the farm, it, it worked well. It really is healthy for everyone. If everybody does it, it will make a difference. In the long run, it makes a huge difference. So I want everybody to go to Kona Compost, check her website out, check out all those links, the articles, and make sure that you contact her for any questions and sign up for her program. It is a wonderful thing that she has here in Bucks County. And I'm so happy that we connected and I was able to have her on the show. Thank you so much, Heather. I really do appreciate it. And I have two more shows coming up. We've got uh, quite a few to, to get published here. And I love that Bucks County Bites is actually increasing in listening, the listenership out there. We have a second sponsor. We'll be coming on board probably in the next two weeks. So that's exciting. And, and I have another announcement. I don't know if everyone is still hanging in there at the end of this podcast, but I hope they are because I will be on a podcast. Someone has me coming on and I'm excited about it, but I'm also I'm also a little nervous because I don't ever get interviewed ever <laughs> except for maybe some magazine publications. So, I get to be on the podcast Rotated Views by Jimmy Lee and he's down in Bristol. He's in Lower Bucks County, and he is so excited to be 
he's going to be coming on my podcast, but then in turn, I'm going to be on his. So I'm, I'm very excited to do this. Um, like I said, I'm a little nervous. I shouldn't be because I'm, I'm the host of a podcast, but I don't ever get interviewed. So we'll see how that goes. It should be pretty interesting because he knows a little bit of my background. He's like, well, we've never had anybody like you before. So this is going to be fun. But I promise you, Heather's podcast will be out. I've got the You're Not Your Average Runner podcast will be coming on. Those should be published by this weekend. So everyone out in Bucks County, be safe, be healthy, and enjoy the sunshine. But again, this weekend we have rain and all that snow is going to all turn the mud. So just enjoy wherever you are, whatever you're doing, be happy, and just love life. So this is Bucks County Bites, over and out.